is the Youth Worker Collective podcast from Young People's Ministries. You don't have to be in ministry alone with resources, coaching, games, and more at umcyoungpeople.com. It looks like a nice day uh, where you are in Alabama. It is. It is a beautiful day. Yeah, uh, I, I recently got back home. Uh, my background is back to my normal background from Great. last week. So depending where you are in the world, we're really glad that you're joining us for our Youth Worker Recharge today. Uh, Jeremy and I get to live stream this together on Facebook Live. And then we turn them into uh, podcasted recordings that are available as the Youth Worker Recharge. And you could find right. that uh, links to those recordings at umcyoungpeople.org, uh, which is where we put up all the really excellent um, free, no cost resources available from the Young People's Ministries office. Um, and I'm kind of excited about what we get to talk about today, Jeremy. I, I can't lie. I, I, me too. I'm excited about it because as we were talking about this topic, I, I'm pretty sure I've never seen anyone address this anywhere. Oh, good. That may mean it needs more than one episode. However, that's right. <laughs> the the topic that we're going to get into is um, what what did we decide to say? Multi congregational. Yes, multi congregational youth students yeah. that are involved in multiple congregations for multiple reasons. Yeah, and I think that this has been a, a trend, right? Like, I mean, it, it's something that has been happening for a while. Uh, I think mm-hmm. that, you know, if you've been in youth ministry for any length of time, you would not be surprised that youth go where their friends go, right? Like they'll show up to activities where their friends are going to be present. And, you know, often there would be church activities that would get offered that, you know, a youth would be in your youth ministry. um, And then maybe they would go do a special visit, right? Like if uh, one of their friends' churches was doing a big, you know, blowout party or uh, have anything that was really, really fun going on. But since the pandemic, you know, as churches have started to open up again and figure out what everybody's calendars and schedules start to look like, that initial trend really has gotten um, magnified and fast forwarded a little bit. So now you have youth that, um, you know, might be doing youth group at your church, right? Like if you've got a Sunday night program or a Wednesday night or something like that, whenever your, your central youth ministry fellowship and learning time might be, they might do that with you, but then they might be worshiping at a whole different church because they like the worship better. They've got friends over there. They might do a small group with one of their other friends because they like the way another church does small group stuff. And so uh, we're going to, we're going to try to dip our toes into that water of what does that mean in terms of like planning ministry and leading when you know that you've got multi-congregational youth, right? They are having different experiences, different theologies, different relationships, different, um, you know, youth leaders and connections and mentors, so yeah, where do you want to start? Well, I think I want to start by um, by just saying, like, it's. I think it's really important with with really anything like this that is out of the ordinary um, to look at it as an opportunity, right? Sure. So instead of like saying, "Oh, geez, they just aren't here," like I only see them once every whatever, like, um, like say to sort of flip the script of that and, and flip the script of that with your parents, with your staff, church leaders and say, and instead of approaching it as like, well, you know, they used to come a lot. Now they only come every once in a while um, 
to to flip it and to focus on the positive and be like, you know what, we've got this new trend of multi-congregational youth and, um, and it gives us this all kinds of freedom and new opportunities. Um, you know, I, I think that one of the things that, that you can look at is to say, look, what this means is that um, we are not responsible for and uh, meeting all of the um, spiritual and spiritual communal needs of the students, right? Right. Um, so that's that can be a really good thing um, because, you know, sometimes there, if, a, if your congregation is, you know, if it, let's say a parent goes to your church and the expectation now is that any parent who goes to their church, their child is their sort of spiritual community responsibility is solely yours. Um, and you've got a youth group full of band nerds and this person comes in and they, all they ever do is watch and play sports. This is going to be a really hard to meet that need. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and it's going to, it's going to be like, Hey, you know, the parents might feel like frustrated at the youth group that it doesn't, that their kid doesn't want to go to it or, or the small groups or whatever. Um, and when that's your pressure, uh, you know, it's, um, that can be a negative, right. But, you know, if, if you've got a team of people, you know, three or four youth pastors at three or four churches, um, man, that's a, that's a, that's a plus, right. Because, yeah. Yeah. I, I would completely agree. Right. I, I do think that that is a plus. Um, if you are finding yourself in positions where you're realizing that your youth are attending multiple activities at multiple churches and being connected with multiple leaders, um, really that that's a tremendous plus, right? Because that's, that's just right. more opportunities for um, people who are, are trained and aware and care about that young person to be able to make mm-hmm. meaningful connections with them and support them in their discipleship and in their growth. Um, right. It's also a really tremendous opportunity for um, a youth leader to get to know those other folks that are doing youth ministry in their community, which is never a bad Absolutely. thing, either, right? One of, one of the real struggles, um, and, and I can name this from my own ministry journey, I think, is um, how busy I would get with the internal stuff for the church mm-hmm. where I was serving, right? Like, it, it, it was, uh, there were seasons where that was the only calendar that I would see. Um, those were the only groups of people I was paying attention to. Um, and it makes it easy to forget that there sort of is that broader community and, and that broader world out there. So having multi-congregational youth is a great reminder um, that meaning is out there and community needs are out there. And um, for you to be able to connect with leaders of other ministries and, you know, learn about their perspective um, on that youth who might be part of their church and your church. Like this kid's got something going on. Did you hear about it? Um, this is what I heard. Maybe it'd be worth asking him about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, there was a season in my life where, um, where we had, uh, I was working at a church that was like, had all of these, it was very close to another church or very similar style. And our teenagers, all of the all the youth went to the same school. So uh, we 
you just went back and forth and, um, and, and that was really, you know, my response was to, uh, call the youth pastor up and us to go to lunch. And we actually ended up doing that regularly. Um, and, uh, and it was great because that, um, that, relation it was one of the times in my ministry that I felt least alone right least like a lone ranger because I had another person that and that I was really safe to talk to right I could talk about my church's stuff without feeling like I'm talking to a church member about it right um and uh and so I I um I, when I did that, when we'd have those conversations, it was just, it was helpful in processing a number of things. And the way that I found out about it was interesting. Um, we had an event and I want to, I want to say it was a Super Bowl, party, but no, it wasn't. I, I can't remember. It was some event that, that, that it was, that Big we had, and, special and, and it was awesome and yeah. nobody showed up to it. <laughs> and I, one of my parent volunteers came and, um, and, and they were like, well, you were so excited about this. And we were, we wanted to see if it was going to make, but you know, this is the weekend that, that the other church has their, you know, blah, blah, blah. Their thing that they do have done for the last 10 years and everybody goes to it. And when everybody goes to it, it meant like actually all of my kids went, were there. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, um, and so it was after that, that I was like, wait, they all went to this other church. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They go there for this and all of them come here for this. And, um, and so I was like, wait, I, I need to call this youth pastor. And, and we talked and got to know each other. And, um, and it was great. We actually coordinated our schedules. We would bring our, our planning schedules to each other and say, Hey, look, we're doing this on this. And, uh, there was times when like we would cancel or they would cancel, something or move something because you know it just didn't make sense for us to do it on the same night but the thing that was really helpful was once you had that relationship um you would say oh so and so showed this person showed up here we've been having a problem with them um uh well, we had, they had a problem with a person stealing. They had a problem with another person that was like really acting out during uh, the message time. And it was great because we would trade those, that information back and forth. And each of us would be able to, to prepare a response um, as well as to sort of be on the same team. Um, if the kid got yeah. really mad and say, I'm leaving, I'm going to the other person and be like, Oh, Great. Say hey to Jeremy. All right. Well, and as I think about, you know, sort of the next level or two of, of those relationships and connections as well, um, <clears throat> you know, it makes me think if you are in a place where you're being pretty intentional about the experiences that the young people in your youth ministry have, um, mm -hmm. this is going to give you like a whole additional layer of other experiences that they're having. Um, and ideas that you might be able to professionally borrow, right? And, and using, <laughs> right, yeah. your, using your church, if you find yourself um, having conversations with that other church youth leader to say, you know, I love that. Can we, can we do some of this stuff? And you get that resource sharing back and forth. If right. you're tracking the growth of students, you know that, you know, maybe even though you're only seeing that student once or twice a month at your stuff, 
it equips you with, you know, questions that you can ask them about the other experiences that they're having, because you know that right. they're, you know, they're, they're getting a, a pretty well-rounded approach to faith by having these other experiences. And you can still be a part of helping them to reflect on the experiences that they've had in other churches or with other youth ministries when you've got time together and, and when you're connecting. Um, yeah. What, and Oh, yeah, go ahead. You know, and it can be a, a boon for some kinds of events, right? So uh, we had a couple of times where we would we would come together and do something together. We'd look at our calendar and be like, oh, you're doing a Super Bowl party. We're doing a Super Bowl party. Let's do it together, right? Yep. It doesn't make any sense for us to try to compete for the kids. And, and when we did that, I mean, everybody breathed a sigh of relief. The kids, the parents, right? They weren't having to choose. It was, it was bigger. It was more successful. And eventually that relationship grew into some citywide things, right? right. Because a couple of significant youth youth ministries uh, working together, it's really easy then to pull in another and pull in another and pull in another. Um, When it, when you've broken down that barrier of, uh, of having uh, just your own thing. Yeah. And, and it's actually kind of funny that you mentioned that because in a weird way, that is sort of how the youth event came to be. So really, uh, I'd love to know that story. Yeah. So, so, you know, we're, we're kind of doing this Facebook live on the youth 2023 page, uh, which is an event that is organized by young people's ministries. It is July 25 to 28 next summer. It will be in Daytona. Right. Um, I will be there. You will be there. Yeah. And we're going to have have a great time. And it'll be warm enough that I won't have to be like in my uh, Cambridge hoodie anymore. I can (laughs) be in short sleeves and really looking forward to it. Um, But yeah. We should do a live Youth Worker Collective podcast there. Yeah, we should. Thanks for having a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) We'll edit this out. It's fine. It'll be perfect. Yeah. No, actually, we really should. I think that would be fun. Um, Mm -hmm. as long as I've got the time, because I'll be doing a whole bunch of other stuff and it'll all be good. Um, so so the youth event itself, right? Like, um, if you've been there before, you know, that it only happens every four years. Um, you haven't been there before and you're considering coming for the first time. Um, you know, knowing the story of where it came from might be sort of interesting. So back in the late 1980s, right. Um, and this is sort of when youth ministry events were just coming into being huge things, right. Like, Mm -hmm. um, following, um, uh, you know, kind of what happened in the mid seventies into the early eighties, uh, youth ministry events got really, really huge eighties, nineties, early two thousands. Uh, and crazy huge. Yeah. Crazy huge. Uh, and so like 1988 would have been the first youth event and it came about because there were a whole bunch of local church leaders who knew each other, uh, and said, we really enjoy these events. Why don't we do one together and see what happens? Right. Um, and then, you know, here we are like more than 20 something years later, still finding out what happens because there's right. really awesome stuff that happens when you've got uh, youth who, you know, in your youth ministry and you come together to do something larger and to connect in a bigger way than you could connect uh, in your local church by itself. And so, right. you know, that this idea of multi-congregational youth or multi-church youth um, you know, has been going on a long time. Maybe it just hasn't had a great name. And like so many other things, the pandemic kind of sped up 
um, what it looks mm-hmm. like and, and the effects that we're seeing because mm-hmm. of it. So, um, yeah, that, that's sort of why we're doing this special edition on the Youth 2023 page. Um, this conversation does happen every week on Mondays. We call it the Youth Worker Recharge. It is on the Young People's Ministries Facebook page live. And like I mentioned at the top of things, uh, it also shows up at umcyoungpeople.org as a podcast, even though there's a little bit of a delay to it. Um, Jeremy, anything else that you might want to add about um, encouragement or things to watch out for for those youth leaders who find their youth, you know, I don't want to say cheating on their own church, but being a part of multiple communities at the same time. I think you just have to, sometimes it's hard for sure. Um, There are times when people don't play well with others, when it, you know, when there is more of a competitiveness to that. And, uh, and, and my only thing is in those situations, just to say, you know, take the high road, Mm -hmm. support the other person, do your best to talk good about the other person and uh, and then um, and be there for the kids who uh, w- when they show up to your youth group, because um, because you you can't be responsible for them when they're not there. Yeah. Um, but you can be a loving and grace filled presence when they are. That is that is a great word of encouragement. And, and I think I would add to it to say um that when you find yourself, um, you know, making those new connections with other church leaders and and hearing about uh, the experiences that your youth might be having in other faith communities, um, you, you know, come to it humbly, right? Like it, it is important to be able to have some pride in in the ministry that you're creating and and um, the difference that you're making, but also don't come to that relationship thinking that you know all the answers already. Um, and you are just going to make this a one-way street where you're pushing out your way of doing things, um, Mm -hmm. that it's a real opportunity for some amazing back and forth, increase the diversity, um, and the connections in the community that you have by, you know, coming to it to say that, you know, there's some stuff that I can learn from the ways these other communities do things as well. Um, because there's a reason that my youth are, you know, choosing to be here for this and with me for this and this other place for that other thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, Jeremy, thanks for the conversation this morning. Really, really enjoyed it. Um, To those of you that watch live through our Youth 2023 Facebook page, thank you so much. We're going to be super excited to share more details with you all uh, about the youth event itself. Uh, I know that I uh, am going to start doing something called Final Fridays. Um, Last Friday of every month, I will try my best to answer every question that has come in through our social media channels and give you all the updates and announcements humanly possible. Um, it also means I'm going to have to pay attention to my wardrobe, Jeremy, and make sure like I don't wear the same thing that I wear on Monday on Fridays, but right. These are the costs that we have to bear. It, it, we're, that's right. We're that's right. There's gotta be an Instagram filter that can fix that. <laughs> I'll do some research between now and then you're absolutely right. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeremy, thanks again. Um, and again, those of you who watch live, thank you for taking a little bit of time out of your Monday to get recharged. Our prayers are with you as you lead ministries in this coming week. And I hope you hang out with us next Monday. Jeremy, see you then. See you then.